Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. Hope everybody is doing well. The sun is shining. I mean, there's some traffic, but the sun is shining. It's all good. Hoping and praying everybody is doing well. God is really good. Um, Really had a great day yesterday. Found out some really, really good news. A close friend of mine was... um, you know, waiting for some very serious test results. And it was really, really um, a scary situation. But once again, God is awesome. He delivered a miracle one more time, and we thank God for that. So I'm so glad that my my friend is well. And um, so amen to that. So now let's get to it. Reality Rails. Y'all know. Our favorite, our favorite show came on yesterday, and what a mess it was. Okay, so, Married at First Sight, season 12. Oh, I am literally exhausted at this point <laughs> by these couples, because this was some really bad, these, this picking that they did, this was really not their best work. So, and I feel like they admittedly so, but it's really not their best work. So, let's start with the first phase, Paige and Chris. Oh, Lord. So, this time, they did one-on-ones with each person, and then some of them, they did, like, groups after they did a one-on-one. So, now, of course, Paige and Chris, topic of discussion. So, um, Paige met with... Dr. Pepper, <laughs> I like her. She's a spunky old older lady. I like her because she called Chris all kind of clowns and, nar- and narcissists, and she ain't hold no words. I was like, yes. But even when she was saying that stuff, Paige wasn't even like, oh, yeah, or, or not even like acting like she was agreeing with her. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Very true. She was looking there, sitting there like with a stupid face, like, oh, she wanted to say, oh, don't talk about him like that because she's a dummy like that. So... Dr. Pepper kept it a hundred. She was like, girl, you need to basically, basically what I've been saying, she said in a nutshell, she said, you need to figure out how you moving forward and what can you do to make, not make these same mistakes going forward, period. That means work on yourself, sis, because the level of just complacency and tolerance of foolishness is extremely high. You're too young to have that level of tolerance for bullshit. I just don't get it. So, and also, that's a testament. Like, I think that sometimes when the ladies, they go, they get these bodies and stuff, and they've been living in an old body and an old, in their old way for so long, it doesn't match. Like, you got this, yeah, I'm a bad bitch body, but then you got this old, lonely page over in the corner situation. What the heck? So, you know, it's it's um, it's a lot of that too. So it's just it's you know. So I think that, yeah, Paige. I don't know. She got a um, she got a lot of self esteem. She got a, a a self journey to go on, and I think that, and I pray to God that she she does that because um, the body that body gonna get her a lot of attention, but what she want, it's not it's not gonna. 
the longevity of it all is the thing. Like, the body going to get you. The guys, they want to hit. They want to, because she, she got a nice little body on her now. You know, they're gonna. it's going to get you that. But if you're looking for something more deep on another connection, I mean, you know, you got to do a lot of self-work. And it's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just such a big suitcase to unpack. It's so much. Um, you can tell that she's dealt with a lot of this and tolerated a lot of stuff. And, you know, you can tell that she's tolerated people just walking all over her. You can tell. It, it's sad, but it's true. And then the other thing she said when she was doing her packing up, she was like, I've dreamed of getting married since Barbie and Ken. No, we got to stop that for the late, for the for the little girls. Marriage should not be your dream in your life. I, I don't I don't agree with that. Like. I understand as you get, why are you thinking about getting married at Ken and Barbie age? Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't, that's not something that I feel like you should subscribe to. Little girls should have dreams of being the best them, being, um, I don't know, entrepreneurs, um, traveling the world, being scholars, being scientists, being, um, you know, actors, actresses. Uh, um, historians, um, um, orators. Like I think that your dreams as a, a child, especially a young girl, should not just be to be somebody white. I don't. I think that that's a that can be something that you want in your life. I don't think that should be your dream and goal of your life to be somebody's wife. I don't. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. I know a lot of ladies that they have a lot of problems now because all they wanted to ever do in their life is be somebody's wife, but they don't realize. You know how much maturity and self work you got to do to be a wife to someone, or to even be in a relationship with someone. You have to be able to handle your own self, love yourself. Do your own thing. Be confident in being with yourself to be with somebody else. And I think that people just feel like they want to run into that relationship or that quote-unquote comfort of like being married or being with somebody, but it don't go like that. And everybody I know, most of the people I know, not everybody, but a good amount of people that I know that that was their dream since day one, it never works. It doesn't work. You know, and a lot of people I know, who come from married households, a lot of the married households they come from, they're not healthy married households. They're just married households. I know people married 50 years. Father being got hold of the family, but that's that old school stuff. The whole, the uh, father got a hold of the family. The mother, she just did sitting there. You know, this is a new world. I think we got to teach our girls to, to, to want more than just to be somebody's wife or whatever. I don't know. That whole thing, I don't like it. Like, it, it bothers me when people say, I've dreamt this all my life since I was a kid. A kid? You've been dreaming about getting married since you was a child? That's that. Is that odd to anybody else? Or maybe it's just me. But anyway. So now, that one-on-one, very lackluster, very silly. Um, also... I'm going to need um, Paige to go get her wig done. Just like you went and got this with that money, got that body done. You need to go get you a good wig, a customized wig, something late. Because, the, listen, as a person who wears protective styling and I wear wigs, you got to get your shit laid. Like, you shouldn't be on TV with that wig, sis. I don't like that. It's too many wig makers out here. I can refer you to somebody. Call me, Paige. I got you. 
Okay, now, okay, back to the point at hand. Stay focused. Come on. Okay, I'm focused. Yeah, so now let's get to the one-on-one. Pastor Cal and, and Chris. First of all, Chris was an hour late. Pastor Cal was annoyed. Let me tell you something. The level of patience that Pastor Cal had during that whole conversation is commendable. That shows you just how much of a professional and a man of God he is. Because let me tell you something. You ain't coming up walking on my show whenever you feel like you coming through like you the shit. That's the problem with his ass. He is a little retard. Everybody, and I don't know why everybody is gives him this catered behavior. Well, I guess for the show, it's for the show. Obviously, the people want to see what your dumb ass is doing. So, you it will be good for the show if you come on. But my thing is this. The level of grace that the ladies give him, I don't understand. It's only because he got money because he looks like one of those kids that's not in a hurry. He does not look, he's he's not my type or I don't think he's attractive. And the way he acts, when he opens his mouth, he's even less attractive. And see, but the girls let this stuff go because he got some money. So he think he the shit. And he's so disrespectful. Oh my God. Anyway, so now Pastor Cal is like, you know, basically saying, you owe this girl an apology. You came up here, you clowned her. How you going to um, buy your ex-girlfriend a, a, a Mercedes? Um, You married to a whole other person. He was like, well, I told her she could come. The fact that you even thought that that was something to say, I would have been done. Cut the cameras. This is dumb. But see, the people got patience. I ain't got nothing. First of all, 15 minutes late, gone. M- me, I'd have been gone. Listen. Huh. we're down here, but that's, I guess that's what they do, that's the TV world, see, that's why I can't, so then he's like, yeah, well, why should it matter that I bought Mercedes a Mercedes, he thought that was cute, he thought, oh, Mercedes a Mercedes, Chris, fuck you, that's why the life you're gonna have is gonna be full of hell, because you are a terrible person, Chris, is a horrible person. And the fact that he even says that he has even, he's supposed to be a man of God, you are horrible. You are not anybody of God. You are a cold, heartless, narcissistic bastard. And guess what? Just like you got them little coins and that little fame and fortune, it could be taken away. Because the way you treat people, that shit come back. And let me tell you something. It Nobody could get you like God could get you. That's why when people want to have issues and drama, I don't even get mad no more. God got it. Because the way God will get you back, it's it's not even nowhere near nothing I could do to you. So that's why I said, I, get, I will give this to um, this girl, Paige. Paige is very calm. She 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 is a late, a woman of, of God in her in her right in certain things. She don't gotta worry about Chris. Chris gonna get his. Don't worry, because let me tell you something. Pastor Cal was trying to make a point, but they wasn't driving nothing because they didn't want to go back and forth with um Chris, and I guess they didn't want him to walk out because he's the king of walking out. But he was trying to allude to the fact, Chris, you done been engaged two times. Didn't work. You married. Didn't work. Obviously, basically, he was trying to say, nigga, it's you. See, he was all professional and all of that. Me, I'd have been like, Chris, obviously, it's you. Your life is not going the way you want it to go. It is you. But see, they nobody push it. But see, his thing is, he just thinks so much of himself, and it's very disgusting. And any woman, Mercedes should be embarrassed to be this our baby father. But guess what? 
My husband said something. He got a terminology for girls like that. He called them gimme girls. He said, Mercedes out here trying to get what she could get. He's going to buy her house. Of course he is. And my thing is, if this is so great, why y'all not with each other? Because I bet you Mercedes got some stories about his black ass. I bet you. Because, it's okay, if you was engaged with this woman and she got your baby now, obviously it's supposed to be some feelings there. Obviously, I want to make this work. Why is the Mercedes quick to be like, we are not together? What have you done, Chris? It's you. It is you. So, the whole thing, an oblivious mess, he laughing. So, then he goes on to say, yet again, I'm not even mad at this because Paige has allowed this. He, once again, going on record for about the... 50th time, I'm exaggerating, but at least 15 times of stating how unattractive in the face page is. He thought he was cute yesterday because he was like, yeah, um, her face. Yeah, you know, that, that face. Wow. Wow. Yet again, on TV, in embarrassing this girl, but you, her face is so terrible, but you was fucking her, okay, okay, in a way to get a baby, right, but see, that's why I tell these girls, these niggas will embarrass you, do not, you got to do, your, you got to pay attention to what the fuck is going on, because you go jump your ass in the bed page first night, doing all of this extra shit, and you don't even know him, but she, listen, one thing I hope Paige learned, I did hope she learned a lesson, but she don't look like the type that learned the lesson, but I hope she did, and I wish the both of them, no, I wish Paige the best, Chris could go directly to hell, could give a goddamn about it, I'm honestly telling you, for real, done with that, I know his stupid ass gonna show up to the decision day, he was like, I don't think I owe her no apology for nothing, of course you don't, you fucking, you fucking moron, of course you don't think that, see, me? Woo, it'd have been a show down at the whole down. You heard? Because you're you not going to play in my face. I'm about to drag you. We are not doing this. Because, see, Chris think he untouchable. That's the problem. That's the problem. But, see, let me see something. Paige? Lord. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't even going to go there. But it, it's a wrap. Thank God. But it's just so sad because, Paige, now you on social media... Did he, everybody gonna be saying, oh, he thought you was your bad, your body was bad, but you ugly. That's so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. And of course, a black man, of course, of course, a black man tearing down a black woman for physicality, right? Of course. That's the most bitch ass thing I ever heard of in my life. And anybody who will want to be associated with somebody like him, y'all need to work on yourself. The chapter of Chris in my book completely closed. I'm done with that. Next. Vincent and Brianna. Who been listening to me? The people ain't listening to me. Because what I say, the, the they need to talk to Vincent about his angry behavior. Vincent is an angry person. Do you see when his he has a mood, he has a mood changes order. Do you see when he start talking, when she start talking about something or leading up to talk about something, how his face change? Another thing, my husband said, I think Brianna is scared of him. What? I said, you know what? Ding, 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 ding. That might be it. 
I think Brianna is scared to say anything to him because his mood changes. His face don't hide it. <laughs> Wait, it did. Um, um, why was uh Vincent on there with that hat on in that one on one? You got a bald head, bro. Just shave your head. That 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 was funny. But anyway, back to what I'm saying. This is it makes sense. She don't like to say a lot of things, so she don't like to fight and argue with him. He he's an angry person. He needs to be going to therapy on his own. And see, the thing about Vincent, he needs a mentor. He don't have no father. He don't know nothing but what he's seen. So he needs to know how to process through the emotions and the feelings that he have. Because Vincent, he got a lot of shit going on. So then here's another thing. He's machismo. He's Dominican. The culturally, the man is the man. Vincent is hustling hard for every dollar he got. He got his own business. You know the car broker in business. It can go really right or it could go really wrong. And it ebbs and flows. You got like right now, a, a car broker, y'all living La Vida Loca. I mean, no pun is in it. Y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all living your best one. Let me say that. <laughs> right. Because everybody got money, everybody getting credit deals from heaven. Because everybody getting approved. You're approved. You're approved. So everybody got a new car. Everybody got a Tesla. So the brokers, y'all getting money. Brokers and the real estate people. Everybody getting a house. So, you know, it's a good market at this moment. So he getting his, he getting his coins, but you, he know that the market dries up. So that's why he's on a budgetary lifestyle. But see, sis, she's a single woman. She's an engineer. She getting guap. She 28 years old making money like that. Trust me. I know. When I was 28... I was getting money. Your money is different when you're 28. You got no responsibilities, really. So I know what that's like. Buying here, going here, eating out, going here, drinking out, hanging out with your girls, all of that. So I understand. That's why I, that's why I can never imagine being married at 28. That is so young. Oh, my God. But anyway. So now they sitting down talking about finances. Brianna's like, I don't like budgeting. It ain't that she don't like budgeting. She don't have to budget. Brianna was like, I got my savings. Boom. So she said she spent $400 a month on clothes. Go off, sis. She said she got personal care, nails, body wax, everything, $450. That's the shit you do when you don't have no kids. You at the nail salon every two weeks. You miss one, your nail chip one pop. Oh, my God, let me go to the salon. Girl, she don't know how her life about the screeching hole change. I'm telling you, they have a baby? Spot to be rap city. I'm telling you. Um Yeah, so she got a big budget for manicure. She was like, oh, to get my hair done for a month. And she a natural hair girl. So all the girls who got the natural hair, natural hair, well, all black hair is expensive. Because if you got natural hair, natural hair care is super expensive. Protective styles are super expensive. Wigs, good wigs, good wigs, weaves and stuff like that, and hair extensions, because the natural girls get hair extensions too. It's all, the black hair business is big money, so you spending money, and what the girls ain't gonna do, be out here looking to mess without their shit together. The black the black women, we not doing that. that. We got to be together. That's how we roll. So, that's a big expense, and he was like, well, I ain't even got no hair. That's your problem. That ain't our problem. So they was going through their, and they shit was like $9,000 a month. 
that's crazy to have a $9,000 monthly expense when you don't have a child or a house. That's too much. But that's young, footloose, fancy, free, I'm assuming. They'll work that shit out. Because let me tell you one thing. Finances will make you fight. Finances will make you fight. Let me tell you something. They got to figure out a system. Because the one thing um, I'll tell you, and I'll learn. My husband, he, he's an entrepreneur. So, he, you know, he... He's in the profession business. He's a therapist. So he makes, obviously, a lot more money than I do. But I have my own career. I do pretty good myself. But see, the thing is, the problem is, okay, let me just say for a second. When you're in a relationship, you see what people, oh, 50, 50, 50, 50. That's what we know as black people culturally, right? That's all we know. But at in the real world, it shouldn't be 50-50. It should be percentage because whoever makes the more the most money should pay a percentage higher of what the responsibilities are. Because let me tell you where the stress comes. If you making, let's say, $200,000 a year, I'm making $100,000 a year. How is it expected of me to pay 50% of the expenses? Because obviously, you're going to pay your 50% of the expenses easily. You still living, shopping, and you just footloose fancy free. You having a good time. On the other hand, a person making the least amount of money, they struggling a little harder to make their 50% and then they ain't as happy. So this is, let me tell you something, it's never going to work. So y'all got to come together and, and talk about, you know, when you marry, that's how that go. It ain't no 50-50. Like, I, I don't I don't even want to be in a relationship that's 50-50. I think that that's dumb. Like, my thing is, if you marry in a, in a comfortable relationship... Like, I don't know. I feel like if I make more money, obviously I'm going to c- contribute more to the situation. If he makes more money, you should contribute more to the situation because it's fair. You got to be fair to each other. You got to show each other grace. You got to care. You got to talk about it. And a lot of people, they don't they don't know. So that's what I'm saying. The level of communication you have to have and work through things, it's a lot. They're going to fight. I can guarantee you, Vincent and Brianna, because of the kind of man Vincent is, they're going to fight about finances. Period. And you know Vincent, he when he get unhappy, it's a problem. He he's a little nasty one when he get unhappy. So they got a little bit of a hurdle up against them. So all the love is cute and good after the time you done humped all over each other and this and other and gushed all over each other. It's time to get to the real deal. Life, the real life, life on life terms. It's it's not the easiest thing. Them finances, you gotta do that shit up front. And that communication, you got to work at it constantly. Constantly. Because it's going to be stuff that's not said, underlying anger. It'll never be no peace. And who want to live in a non-peaceful household? It's not the move. And you you better determine those things before you have children. Because let me tell you something. If your communication and your... um roles and, and what you're supposed to do and who's supposed to do what is not established before you have a child, your marriage will be over. I promise you. Promise. Promise. Mark my word. So they got a lot of work to do. It's all good and cute. It's cute to be cute in pictures and all that stuff, but you got to get the work done. It's a lot of work to be done and you dealing with somebody, you don't even know his history. You don't even know where he come from. You don't know any of that. And then you already kind of minutely seeing them little jealous streaks. I don't know. 
I, I'm very alarmed by it. And I, and now, now I'm thinking, is she scared of him? Is that what's going on here? It's really, really a lot. It's really a lot. So I'm watching them because I'm I'm concerned about them. I am. I really am. So, oh, so now Vincent is very also very. I don't want to say small minded, but he's very like. He don't have an open mind. I don't know the way to money. He doesn't have an open mind. So he think what he think. That's it. So now she's he's like I want to have a baby because he for some reason. He really wants to work on proving he's going to be a good father. And I think that that's from traumas of the past. Another thing why he needs to go to therapy. You are a young man. It's no need for you to rush into having children. You're you're establishing a marriage to make it strong so you can be a good husband and father. What is is the time frame for? Y'all are young. He's like, I got to have these kids in a year. I got to. Why? My thing is, where you going? One thing is you married a stranger. Pour them years, pour that year and a half, two years into that relationship. Because the average person, they have the, you know, they have the advantage of knowing somebody before they get married to them. You y'all don't need to have no baby a, in a year. Why would you need to do that? Y'all in your 20s. She's 28 and he's 30. What are you rushing for? And then y'all not even communicating well. Why would you rush to want to have a baby? Slow your roll. He thinks for some reason, he keeps saying this thing, I don't want to be on my deathbed and don't have no kids. Why are you thinking about that? That's not something regular that somebody 30 thinks about. Why is it that you feel that you're not going to have any kids? You married. You got a wife. She's young. She's she's, she's fairly healthy. What what would make you think you're not going to have any kids? And my thing is, as a man, you can have kids for many years. Why is that so pressed upon you right now? Something happened. That's the work that got to be done there. Because it's not, it's not healthy for him to keep bringing that up like it's an urgency. It's What's the urgency? So that's something, that, let Brianna know what I know. She keep them brakes pumped, get this work done, get up in this therapy and get to work. Because if they're going to make it, that is the only way. I believe me when I say that. So then Brianna shares... She has high blood pressure. I was taken aback. Her, she's so young, in great shape. Excuse me, Starbucks break, child. So she's in young and great. She's like, no matter how much I work out, no matter this, my I got high blood pressure. Da, da, da. I don't know. I feel like a little bit more needs to be poured into that. She's very young, so she must got something going on because that's a very early onset. Most people, even if they get high blood pressure, they won't have it at 28. So I don't know. I'm not her doctor. I don't know what's in her chart, but I think that that's something to really look into for her. She needs to look into that and figure out exactly what's going on with that because that's a little bit alarming that she's scared to have a baby because she feels like, her blood pressure is going to cause something to happen to the baby. Once again, more work that needs to be done. Y'all, y'all young people, y'all rushing into talking about marriage and babies. Y'all need to get together and figure out what your life is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. But she need to work, get a specialist, figure that out. It's not impossible. Women have babies with high blood pressure all the time. The babies are healthy. There, you know, no issues. You just got to be 
what once again i do understand why she wants to wait she needs to wait if her blood pressure is uncontrolled she should not go jump and get pregnant that's smart that makes sense she should not do that but however that's a futuristic thing. She's like, I'm scared. And once again, she's 28. I'm scared of what's going to do to my body. Bitch, you should be scared of what's going to do to your body. I got one baby. My daughter wreaked some havoc on my body. Fucking stretch marks. I was pregnant to the last week. Not one stretch mark. That week before having her, all the stretch marks. So those are the things that you sacrifice when you bring in a life into the world. So it ain't going to be, or you may be one of them girls, pop out five, six babies, got a, to- a tank top on. You will never know unless you get to it. You will never know. She got high blood pressure. It's very high possibility. She will have a C-section. C-section um, healing is a whole nother level. The girls be like, oh, yeah, you lucky because your vagina's still intact. No. People think that that's the easy way out. No. You having a major surgery. You never feel that. It's like a dead end um, sensation. You never really feel that part of your stomach again. And then most women who have a C-section, they get that little flap right there. Who wants that? So my thing is, you know, this is what I'm talking about. These are the things you got to learn. You got to research. You got to take your time. You young. You 28 years old. I don't think that this is something you need to be worried about. And I and I commend her for saying, I don't really want a baby right now. But she does that smile because, what, maybe she's scared of Vincent. Maybe she's scared of what he's going to say. Maybe she's scared of how he's going to act. You think that? I'm starting to think that. I'm starting to think that. I'm starting to be, like, overtly concerned. No, overtly. No cap. For real. So now, then... So she explains this. First of all, they didn't explain anything well. They did not speak well. The, the conversation was not done well. The, their ability to communicate clearly, horrible. They did not say that right. So she said that. Vincent face change. Oh, so what do Vincent say? I may be a divorced man. Is that what you say? No. You want to be somebody's father? You don't even know how to fucking communicate. Sit down and pump your brakes and learn something. So then she says the thing about the high blood pressure. What does a good husband do? A good husband reassures his wife and says, babe, I'm with you. No matter what it is, we got this. We'll go to the specialist. I'm here with you regardless of whatever happened. I understand. I feel you. I see you. I understand what's going on. I understand how that could be scary. I don't know anything about that. That must be very scary for you. What are some of your concerns? That's how you fucking communicate as an adult. And y'all want to rush and go get married and have babies. That's why these fucking marriage rates are in the trash. Because people are not doing the work for themselves and they want to be with someone. If you don't even work with yourself to be able to communicate, how you want to be a part of someone? That doesn't even make sense. So that right there, once again, I do I'm so I am concerned about this situation. I am very concerned, actually. So, you know, Brinson and Brianna. They got to really do, they got a lot of work to do. I thought at first, no, I'm not, no, I didn't. I told y'all, something about Vincent ain't right to me. I told y'all, day one, I said, something not right. And let me tell you one thing. I have discernment. The Lord God gave me discernment. I am a really great judge of things, situations. And when the stuff don't feel right to me, it's a reason. And honey, the reason is here. Brianna is scared of Vincent period. And I don't like that. 
And I don't like that it's three counselors on this show and no one fucking picked up on that and no one spent no time on that. I don't like it. I don't. Because I get it, this is TV and everything, but y'all matching people, giving, putting them legally married, and supposed, y'all supposed to be their counsel so they could get to know each other. Y'all are not doing a good job. And if y'all got to do the pandemic picket and this kind of bootleg, um, 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 insufficient bullshit, hang it up. I don't like that. So Vincent and Brianna, honey, we gonna have to see because that right there, that's gonna be something. So we're going to put a pause right there, and we will get to the next couples shortly.